Ooh, I stopped it. Hi, Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Rosh. <laughs> we shoot from the hip. Plus, I got it wrong. I got it so badly wrong. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, do you know one day we might get it right I mean I just I, f- I froze it was like I had stage fright I don't know what I was doing <laughs> we counted down and everything oh my god I'm we counted it. down yeah but I, di- I didn't get any music I didn't know there was anything going on <laughs> well, I played some music some random three second thing I didn't hear it. it tells us yeah. it's you know, <laughs> doing something um well we'll find out actually if anyone's listening because you know we have no idea if anybody's actually even listening to our ramblings um you you can tell us if you heard any random music or not (laughs) it was a bit like do 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 kind of music music. i don't know i don't know what it is oh well based on today's topic we probably should have had a festive jingle oh that's like next time work (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how to do that. I barely know how to do this. We're Okay, so what are we talking about today, Debbie? Well, so it's been a few weeks since we caught up, and how on earth did it sneak up on us? But today is the 1st of December. By the time people listen to this, though, it's going to be like the 3rd or 4th of December. Because well, I mean, maybe. It, it, it depends how good our technology is tonight, but, you know... For the record, it is officially the 1st of December today. Yes, yes, it is. And it's bloody freezing cold. Am I allowed to say bloody? I don't know. Yeah, I think so. It that was allowed. freezing cold. Freezing, freezing, freezing cold, I think. Yeah. Like, I'm in long sleeves. I never wear long sleeves. Anybody that knows me knows I don't wear long sleeves. I'm yeah, me too. I am as well. Look, I've even got, oh, I've even got this on. Oh, my God. <laughs> is that a gin jumper? No. It it's well, so it is. Uh, it is the lovely lady, Coots and Lou. Um, but it's just it's my D jumper rather than my gin jumper. But uh, yeah, same brand. That, that was that was a that was just a plug for our favorite kind of hoodie hoodie t shirt online store. Um, just Coops and Lou. If you haven't checked them out, please do. You know, public service announcement and all of that. Absolutely. Yep. Not paid for advertising, but do check them out. Ultimate hoodie. It's my favorite at the moment. And oh my goodness, have you seen? She's got a festive range too. I have anyway. seen the festive range. I keep thinking I need to go and buy it, but then I go and buy something else and I then berate myself for not buying the jumper that I actually wanted. But hey, you know, mm-hmm. such is life. Mm-hmm. That's it's, it. It's, it's, well, it's, it's all about making that choice at the moment. I mean, I am finding that if I go and spend on something, I then choose not to spend on something else where actually a couple of months ago, I might've bought both things. Yeah. Um, You know, and yeah, it's hard. Are you finding that? Yeah, there's definitely choices. And I mean, I think, you know, I mean, it's, it's always tricky this time of year anyway, because the, the difference between spending on yourself versus, Oh, I know someone that would really love that. That would go great in their stocking. Uh, is always is always a tough choice and that combines with everything else going on right now you know that things are more expensive than they were a year ago um and you know every day, <laughs> nothing else is reflected so we're squeezed around the edges unfortunately so we are we are making the best of uh what we've got and we're we're then bringing up today's subject which we both kind of 
breathed in very heavily over because mm -hmm. we're not suggesting anyone go out and buy themselves an advent calendar. So there's our topic, advent calendars. We're not saying, you know, you must go out and spend money and buy advent calendars, but more of a, do you need an advent calendar? Should you have an advent calendar? Mm -hmm. What type of advent calendar? You know, we've, we've progressed mm. from the, the, the sort of, I don't know, I've only ever known advent calendars to be just chocolate, but I know that they have a whole different significance, which I am very uneducated on. Um, but we both luckily got given gifted on our individual social media, um, beautiful advent calendars, um, mm -hmm. were meant to be the same ones so that we could actually open them together. Um, but we've ended up with different ones, which is fine. <laughs> you know, these things happen. So I have got a whiskey one. Mm-hmm. Off-brand, very off-brand. <laughs> well, why not? Yeah, and I've got uh, rum. rum. Also off-brand. Also off-brand. But that was, yeah. it was a bit intentional, really, wasn't it, on our part? Um, yeah. And, yeah. and I think for a couple well, of reasons. Not the difference. Not the, not difference. the difference. The difference, but... To not pick gin, I think, is the thing that we, we both kind of uh, agreed that we wanted to do this time around. Um, and that's not to say that we don't love gin in any way, shape or form. No, we, we absolutely, absolutely do. Um, tonight, while I talk to you, I actually have um, non-alcoholic gin. So I've got, um, again, not really a plug, I'm sorry. I've got one of these highball, non-alcoholic pink G&T things. And it does mm -hmm. say to kind of pour it over ice and garnish with a fresh lime, but I've had this in the fridge, so I'm just going to drink it from the bottle. Nice. Um, but, yeah, so I'm sticking with the gin. Gin will always be the first love, but, mm. yeah, trying something new. Well, yeah, it is nice to try something new. And after all, you know, last year we both had the same uh, box, which was gin-related. Um yeah. You know, so we're kind of, you know, been there, done that for a little while. And I think this year, one of the reasons why I wanted to try something new was because one, I really kind of want to expand my palate into into other spirits and be exposed to a few more. Um, and for me, the concept of things like advent calendars like this that have got miniatures in them is a perfect way of being able to do that. Um, but also really is because more often than not particularly with the gin calendars these days then uh, i've tried a lot of the products already and um, particularly the more some of the more mainstream ones and that that are in there so it was a case of well you know I've, I've probably got like a full-size bottle or have had at some point of a lot of them that are in there so yeah. it, it, I, i'm well aware that that's very niche to me and, and to you as well um yeah. but that's why i wanted to opt for something a little bit different this year um just because yeah you know pull, pulling out a miniature of something that you already have a full-size bottle of um is, it's a bit is like special it's not special is it it's just, yeah it's yeah like, um, okay now what do i do with it because i've got it i know what it tastes like i may like it i may not like it I don't know what to do with it kind of thing. And and I get that you and I both do things sometimes just for the gram. We do, mm -hmm. yeah. But I don't know, it just didn't feel authentic. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. We're not I'm not and, and please don't get me wrong, I'm not berating anybody that has chosen to go down that path. You know, it's like 
you do you please because that that's you know I, we will still mm. love you and we will still follow you and we will still you know kind of yeah do all the best and stuff. do you know what there were so there were so many that have come out particularly from from this brand which uh this one is from drinks by the dram yeah, uh, and there were the amount of seeded boxes out this year was was actually really nice to see because my kind of my feed today has just been flooded with them um and i was actually surprised how many different variations they have on the same thing you know i think i've seen four different gin ones from the same yeah. from the same and, company and I think there's been about two two different whiskey ones I've seen yeah um, and I think some people have had the boutique gin um or boutique rum I, I don't know I don't know which one it is but there's a boutique yeah. one as well that also drinks by the dram do mm. <coughs> and obviously because they're gifted we we should say that um they are available on Master of Malt if, if you want one, but they are they are they are not cheap. We will we mm. will not like you. Um, we will we will absolutely tell you that they are not cheap. Um, they are fab though. They are absolutely fab. You get um, three CL. Um, I think it's three CL. Have I made that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Three CL, which is um, thirty milliliters in um, real money. Um, and it's a, it's a tiny, tiny little bottle. Now I haven't opened my door one. Haven't you? So I've opened it, but I haven't opened the bottle yet, but only because I've videoed it. So I put it up on my stories later. Ah. Um, so I have opened my door and pulled it out, but I've not broken the seal on it yet. So let me show you what I have and I can show you which one, which isn't great, obviously for people that are listening only. <laughs> We're really sorry. We'll try to be more kind of just conversational. But we have, we, they, they come with like these really cute, they're really distinctive bottles uh, that they come in. That are oh, that, yeah. That's a brand I was not expecting you to pull out for rum. Mm, yeah, for exactly. For anyone who's just listening, they're, they're tiny little bottles. They, they have plenty of liquid in, so you can have a taste. You can, um, again, I, I feel like I'm plugging it when I'm, genuinely just just talking about it it. yeah yeah. genuinely just excited over it so you know this is choose to buy it don't choose to buy it you know we we were very lucky and and all of that stuff but um that brand is associated more with not bitters bitters yeah bitters yeah bitter right word yeah yeah bitters um (coughs) angostura is the brand Mm. I'm just doing bitters. I was not expecting rum, but then I don't know very much about rum. I mean, uh, I, I know in terms of, you know, like its production, its origins, how it's made, um, what what's classified as a rum versus another. Um, and, and typically what you see is that most or almost all are, are produced in kind of like the Caribbean um, areas. And then normally what happens is, is for... Um, more localized distillers what they'll do is they'll ship in like a base rum and then they will uh flavor steep cascade it um uh, and and to put their twist on it um or you know further steep it they might put it through a machine again but normally what happens is is that much in the same way as gin uh, is made using a neutral grain spirit then rum's quite similar in the sense that it's typically imported um to to wherever in the world the, the the company is and then they put their own twist on it which uh is obviously what angostura have done here well, is that flavored or is that just 
Uh, I, do you know what? I honestly don't know. And this is one of the things that I think is absolutely brilliant about choosing to do something different is because I have no idea. If I'd had a gin one, I'd have probably known half the story and the history on it already. Uh, whereas this, I'm, I'm literally going to have to go and Google it because I've got no idea. Because um, it, all it says on it, it says Angostura Caribbean Rum. And it's got a number on here. I think it says 1919, but it's writ written in italic, so it's quite difficult to actually see, uh, which I think is the is the the name of the version of rum from Angostura. But literally got nothing else to go on other than the fact that it's 40% proof. I'm going to be pretty much the same with the whiskey and the... It yes, I know a little bit about whiskey because um, my dad is a massive whiskey buff. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, he has... I won't say he has a collection to rival my gin collection because whiskey's a lot more expensive. Um, but he does have quite a good and vast whiskey collection. Some a bit like us where, you know, he's, he's not drinking them, he's saving them and, you know, they appreciate in value. Um, and somewhere he, he does, act, you know, absolutely enjoy opening a new bottle and sharing it with people. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I do know a little bit about whiskey, but I don't know what's in the box. I know it's on the back of the, 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 the box and I could have looked, but I didn't look. Does it? See, mine, mine doesn't. <laughs> There's a QR code in the bottom right hand corner, which I actually quite like because I think ah. sometimes they, they'll they list them and there's sometimes even pictures on the back of the box as well. You just don't know which oh, order actually, they're going to come out no, in. I lie. I lie, Debbie. It isn't on the back of the box. You're right. There's mm. just this QR code. Um and yeah i just assumed that all the bump on the back of the box was was the bottles that i was going to get but they're not no. it's not there oh that's yeah. brilliant sorry thank you for that education um yeah it's not there yeah yeah, and I really, I, I really like that about it because you know I, I think you know we we we've both been kind of dabbling in this this sector for a little while now and it, it it can be really hard to surprise people like us sometimes um you know whether it be with a special liquid or whether it be with particular branding or a pretty bottle or something like that because we have uh or almost been and wonderfully and very gifted so um saturated with the amount of different items that we've been exposed to then yeah ult ultimately what that means is that it's it's a lot harder to have those wow moments whereas this for me i mean i'm not normally a fan of surprises but i am not i am not going to be scanning that qr until the end i'll happily no. i'll happily yeah. um look up resources about the individuals as i pull them out but i'm actually i'm going to do it properly I think I will too. Um, I'm quite excited now to see what number one is. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pull it out because, like you, I want to record it because obviously you have to do everything for the gram. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've already stopped my husband from trying to steal <laughs> what what what's in door number one. He came home and and saw it kind of displayed with with my other advent calendar, which is a chocolate one, but one my sister put together for me because it's a little bit special. Um, she bought me one of those wooden advent calendar draw box things oh yeah you know, yeah, yeah. It, opens, it opens up but guess what just wow. guess what it's got the skyline of hong kong oh my days it's come all the way from hong kong um she bought it for me she ordered it in like october and it it, it came all the way shipped from hong kong so it's cost her like a million pounds in shipping 
Um, but it is very 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 special it's going to be something that like I treasure forever I think um you know where it's just so beautiful and it's got all the drawers and you know she's she's filled them all for me and everything like that so Mm -hmm. that's chocolate though she's filled them Uh, with chocolate or I think she has anyway god knows what amazing But yeah, so so when he came and saw this lined up next to that, he went, "Oh, is that Ooh. my advent calendar?" And I went, "Uh, no, no, <laughs> absolutely not." <laughs> and uh, maybe he'll I, get a little try though. Come on, he'll get a little go. He will get a little try, and if something is really particularly smoky in here, I'm not the biggest fan of smoky whiskies. Uh-huh. Um, like there's a couple like Lafrague, Lafrague, Lafrague. If anybody knows yeah. how to pronounce it, please tell us. Um, Lafrague, that the the minute you just like release the seal on it, you can smell it. You can smell that smoke and peat and mm-hmm. everything that you know they've put into that whiskey. You can smell it a mile away, and uh. I that is definitely not one of the ones I like. Although. Although I've got better, haven't I? I've got better with the bitter. And I do like smoke because I do like, um, what's that tea that we like? Oh, Lapsang. Yeah. So I'm my, my palate is kind of trained a bit more than it was when maybe I first tried, mm-hmm. you know, Lafroig, Lafroig. Um, And yeah, but that might be one that I let him have. Although, although someone on Instagram has already said, because I posted, I posted a sneak peek on Instagram earlier, and someone yeah. on Instagram has already said, "Let him have a go." And I went, "Okay." Oh. Have you had to? Um, have you had to hide it from the bearded one? Um. So uh, actually, mm, well, so uh, yes. Yeah, so. Uh, rum's a bit of an up and down one in our household it's one of it's one of those liquids that uh you you remember well um, and not always for the right reasons uh so (laughs) so the bearded wonder has in essence been re-educating his palate this year on rum and actually there was one one of the ones that we were gifted earlier in the year uh that we did some work on remember the aztec one yeah. Oh, my days, like literally any night of the week whatsoever. If I say to him, do you fancy a drink tonight? What are you having a beer? And I'm assuming a beer. He'll go, mm, how about one of those little rums? So, uh, yeah, you definitely, definitely getting back in it. But that was like a pineapple and coconut, wasn't it? That one. So. It was. It was pineapple and coconut. Um, great in a cocktail, though. Like, oh, yeah. Great in a cocktail. Yeah, very much so. I, I just, I, I kept it relatively simple. I did one of the, the recommended serves, which was with pineapple juice and ginger ale. Literally no, no more complicated than that. Like, you know? that, that just sounds like, you know, quite a Yeah, and yeah, it, it, it was incredible. Nice. It was really, really, really nice because the, the first one I, I drank, um, as I do with the large majority of what, what I put up on my grids. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it attracted some attention. So we are definitely getting back in there. So I do think I will be doing a bit of sharing uh, on the box, but I'll probably have to test first just to make sure um, it was a it was a particularly spiced one that I think brings back memories. 
Um, yeah, no, I won't go there. I won't go there. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so, so what, I'm, are you, I'm, what are you going to do with that Angostura? What are you thinking? Well, I mean, I will... Uh, my intention is to try every single one neat first. Um, and I think probably even more so important with the likes of rums and whiskies, even more so than the, than gin. Uh, I think that there is a need to to give them a little try first. So I'll probably put some in a glass and leave it to open up for a little while um, just because what they are that, so much more. So what does that do? If you pop it in a glass and is it, it's a bit like wine, like you just, yeah, it, yeah it just kind of, it, it, it lets it settle. And, and I think for, for me personally, and this, this might just be my experience from where um, I do tastings and judging and that type of thing. But I, I typically find that I like to have something poured out ready so that it's opened up a little bit too, because normally if you pour straight from the bottle and then put the glass straight near your nose, then sometimes you get that real like hit of alcohol yeah. going straight in. Um, and if you can get that on gin, then you can only imagine what whiskey and rum's going to do. So for me, that's why I just want it to be able to mellow in the glass a little bit more, just to make it a bit more approachable so that I can, that I can try it neat first. Uh, so that's what I'll do. And then based on the flavor profile, I'll, I'll figure out how it's best served. And it's going to be a really interesting one, especially with rum, because, um, I don't want to be tempted every single time to just assume that it needs to be put in a cocktail because, no. you know, uh, the the lights of some of these spirits are completely, completely perfect exactly as they are, whether they be, you know, straight from the bottle, whether they be with an ice cube, keep it really simple in like an old fashioned kind of serve um, or something along those lines. What I'm probably not going to do is be too elaborate with it um just so that it, the the actual uh, spirit can sing itself speaking of old fashions um mm. did you have you watched that netflix drinks masters yet no not yet have you not no oh i watched it on the um on the train to paris um so i started watching no was it no not the train to paris because we took the we took the national express from Manchester to London because uh -huh. train strikes, um, you know, and, you know, fully support whatever they're trying to do and all of that. Um, but yeah, because of train strikes, there are, there were no trains to, from Manchester down to London. Um, so we took, we took national express five hours. So I watched, I watched it on, on, um, <laughs> on it. my bus journey. Yep. Five hours there and five hours back. Um, and watched it all um, and it was I don't I, I think we'll save that topic then if you've not watched it we'll save that topic for another one because yeah I have my opinions um, and kind of my thoughts um, but it doesn't feel fair to share them with you and until you've kind of watched it as well okay well that feels like a whole episode in itself then Maybe we might bore people though if, if, if we do that. <laughs> we might absolutely bore people. But I think going back on topic, like like you with the whiskey, I mean my dad's already told me when I told him that, you know, I'd got a whiskey a whiskey advent calendar. He already told me that I was only allowed to make a cocktail with anything that was in there that was blended. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So anything <laughs> single malts or no no, yeah? Anything single malts or no no. 
Um, mm-hmm. He said I can make a. He said he's expecting there to be at least one or two bourbons, maybe because yeah, from ones yeah. that he's seen in the past that you know on Instagram, like last year and the year before, that there's been a couple of bourbons in there. So he said I can make um, depending on the bourbon. He said depending on the bourbon because I, I think there are varying degrees of bourbon. I don't really. I don't know. I'm not bourbon. I know even less about than you know rum. I think. Mm. Um. But, uh, yeah, he said, depending on the bourbon, I can make a cocktail with the bourbon. Um, but, yeah, anything single malt must be drank either neat or over ice. Um, I'm allowed to drink it over ice, although that's okay. not how my dad would drink it. My dad would drink it neat. It's it's a real divider, isn't it? It's the, like yeah. you, you either insist on ice or are yeah. categorically against it. No, but because I like my alcohol cold. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and like, even with gin, I'll, I'll drink it neat. I, I will like you. I will always taste neat. Um, so I will do the same for this. I will taste neat just, just to see what I like. Yeah. Um, yeah. and, but for me, I like, I like my alcohol cold. Mm-hmm. I really do. So that ice for me isn't, it isn't about, it isn't about the dilution for me. It's about the temperature. Yeah. Um, so I will use a nice big square ice cube, um, clear so it doesn't dilute too fast. Um, but yeah, I, I've never used, you know, those stones that you get the, a whiskey stones. No, I haven't either. I suppose they won't dilute if I use them. So maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Mm, I think that's what they're designed for, isn't it? It's so that they chill without adding any dilution. So it kind of meets the need of people that refuse like to use that, ice like, but like yeah. it cold hmm. yeah mm. Mm. one to ponder one to ponder so we you've got whiskey uh and chocolate going on in your household um is is, is that it is that is that where is that where the advent calendars start and finish that is at the minute. Um, I did say to my husband I might get a cheese one, but I think mm-hmm. I might be a bit late in the day for that. I think the supermarkets don't really have them left, but maybe I'll make my own cheese one. I don't know. Mm, the, the, the problem with having like a cheese one, I feel like I have to keep it in the fridge. Uh-huh. And oh, yeah, definitely. In the f- fridge almost defies the point of an advent calendar. I like it out and it's part yeah. of my Christmas decorations. Um, not that Christmas is up in my house yet, but same here, as you can tell, that's why there is like nothing festive at all going on yet. It's still, still in the loft. (laughs) Nothing festive here either. I'm afraid. Um, yeah. Other than my advent calendar. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Same, same. I haven't, I haven't even yet. So I don't know about you. One of the traditions that we have here is that we always buy one new decoration every year. Um, and it can be really small or it can be something you know last year it was actually yeah. the the Christmas tree itself that we put in the hallway um because we specifically wanted one that was a, a certain height um so that that was our Christmas decoration last year was the tree itself um but yeah no I haven't I haven't at all got one yet for this year um, I have done that I've probably gone a little bit overboard with that so I bought one in Paris Mm-hmm. Um, and there was this there was this man um so so paris 
we we what we wanted was because Paris was cold. It was the same temperature as is you know London essentially. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say here because I'm further up north than you, so in theory a little bit colder than you, but who mm-hmm. knows that in a minute. Um, and next to the Louvre uh, were the Paris Christmas markets. Oh wow! So we wanted to have that kind of european christmas market kind of vibe mm-hmm. and for paris we were a bit early so there was only one christmas market kind of open um and i it was a little bit disappointing i mean paris was not disappointing we loved it um but the market was a little bit disappointing because we trekked all the way out to the louvre um you know saw the triangle did not wait in line um, the line was massive. We did not wait in line to go see the postage size stamp of mm-hmm. um, and you know we we went and had lunch and then made our way over to to these Christmas markets. A, it was raining, so it was you know wet and horrible and all of that. But they just there just wasn't any life in it. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I don't know if maybe because we went after lunch and you know, maybe things come alive at night or whatever. But um, anyway, uh, I digress. And I bought my Christmas decoration there. So there was this there was this man um, and his wife and they were making these glass ornaments and they were just so beautiful. So I've got this glass Christmas tree um, Mm -hmm. made with little glass candy canes and little glass candles on it and little glass, I don't know, whatever on it. So it looks like a fully decorated Christmas tree, but it's that big. Yeah. It cost me, you know, an arm and a leg. Um, and yeah, carried it all the way back from Paris. So I'm hoping it hasn't broken in the box. I haven't looked, um, mainly because I'm scared, but that's my decoration. Ah, well, I'm hoping to do something similar um, this weekend, uh, albeit in slightly more exotic than Paris, Newbury. Uh, we have our Victorian Christmas fair on this weekend, so I'm, I'm hoping that there might be a little something there to pick up. Well, the Victorian ones are always good. There, are, mm. we, we, we normally have one in the village that, that's near me as well. They normally have a, a Victorian Christmas market. Actually, I should check if it might be. It probably is this weekend as well. Yeah, I think a lot of them are around the same time, aren't they? Yeah, and it's normally quite good. There's normally like, I've bought like handmade decorations and stuff from them before. Mm. They are really good. Yeah, so I'm definitely on the lookout. Definitely on the lookout. And some mulled wine. But yeah, mulled wine, but I've also uh, already negotiated this year mulled cider. That's where it's at. I, do you know, I was telling somebody in the office the other day, They, yesterday actually, um, I was in the office and one of my colleagues said, they always go for the mulled wine, but then realize they don't actually like it. I'm <laughs> a bit similar in the, I, I'll start, I'll think, oh, yes, I could really, really do with a mulled wine. Mm. And then by, by sort of half a glass, I've had enough. Yeah. Um, but you're right, mulled cider. I was telling them at work that mulled cider is just so good. Mm, it is. It, what goes in it? It it, it depends. It uh, de- depends who makes it. Uh, because a lot, 
will um will use like a really kind of like intense cider itself but then uh mellow it with like a um like a cloudy apple juice uh, and also to fill it out a little bit so that it's not like overly boozy um or or you may get um variations of cider themselves that are so mild and gentle that, that don't have that sharpness to them that are actually just good just themselves with a little bit of citrus and then just have some steep spices in them absolutely gorgeous so who so so who have you negotiated it with what what which one are you trying who do you think who do you think well anyone who knows you knows that you're associated <laughs> with one newbury brand yes true so yes would it be that one it would indeed, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so uh, 137 will be out <laughs> serving the general public from uh, the front of the distillery uh, this week. And it's been a bit of a revelation this year, actually, because I think um, obviously very, very known for gin. Um, lesser known, but kind of moving up the ranks, uh, known for vodka as well now, the botanical vodka. Um, this is 137 we're talking about, yes? 137, yeah. And and, and now it's, it's all about the mulled cider um which obviously he doesn't make himself but brings it in himself uh so i think he he blends two from uh somerset two different blends um and his are pure cider so there's no no juice in there wow wow so, you'll have to let me know how it how it all tastes um yeah. is he putting a is he putting a cheeky little bit of of gin or vodka in them i think it's, it's one of those that needs to be kind of an optional extra otherwise it can be proper overload that's the real kind of you know in in the same way as you go to like european christmas markets and you can have a hot chocolate or you can have an amaretto hot chocolate it will be yeah. you know an, a, a, an optional drop in there because actually you wouldn't want to you wouldn't want to heat for too long certainly um spirits like gin because it could uh, burn them quite easily but you know uh, yeah you know what was a revelation for me one year? You can have mulled wine, but then you can have mulled wine with a shot of amaretto or mulled you wine can. with a shot yeah. of cherry brandy. Yeah. And it was just, it just... Takes I the mean, edge it, off, doesn't it? I mean, it's it's really alcohol. Yeah. But so, so, so good. Yeah. I'd say what was interesting. So we, um, so when we were younger, pre-kids, all that kind of shenanigans, then we always used to do uh, a trip to Christmas markets, but we'd always go somewhere in Europe. So you'd need your passport to go there. Um, so we've been to like, you know, France, Germany, um, to all sorts of different markets and stuff. And I've only ever come across one either in the UK or abroad. And this was a, a little one, um, almost in a, one of those towns in the middle of nowhere that just seemed to have this most beautiful christmas market but it's the only place i have ever found mulled wine made with white wine i have had mulled wine made with white wine because i think marks and spencers sometimes do it in a bottle mm. um, and I've, I've definitely bought it because i don't drink a lot of red wine and you know that debbie because i'm actually allergic to the tannins so i do drink some um, but I'm very careful kind of how much I drink because, mm. because the tannins do affect me quite badly. Um, but I've never, you're right. I've never seen it like in a, in a market. Mm. Yeah. We have ju literally just the once and it was, it was so good. And it was such a revelation. That was the market where we bought the actual mug. So we'd remember where it was from, which of course is in a box in the loft somewhere 
yet to be uncovered and may not even make it out this year but we did literally it was I remember it because it was a it was like a white frosted mug that was made out of glass so that it you could instantly tell that it was white wine that was in there rather than red because you could see you could see through it so so I'm gonna challenge you now and and I know I failed at the last challenge because you challenged me to something and I didn't do it um but I'm going to challenge you to come up with a mold, a white mold wine recipe that we can both make. Ooh. And we will no doubt film another one of these or record another one of these in the next mm-hmm. kind of week or so. Um, but yeah, something that we can make. So get me a list of ingredients. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's give it a go. Yeah, why not, eh? White mold wine. White mold wine. Might have to put a shot of something in there. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? So, uh, yeah, so that's that's the weekend. We'll head over to the market there. But other than that, we've been quite quite low-key Christmas-wise so far. Um, I mean, obviously, I know it's only the 1st of December today. Um, But, you know, even for the kids this year, it's just, do you know, do you know how you feel like the pressure sometimes when you start doing something and it kind of sets a precedent? Like, you know, like people that do like Elf on the Shelf and stuff, which, you know, I just, I don't have the energy for anything like that. Um, and I've done several in the past, like, you know, when the kids that were younger, there was one year where I did an advent calendar where I bought 24 books and I wrapped up each book uh, and put a number on it and they, and they got to open it. And again, I kind of got to the end and thought, God, I feel like I've wrapped Christmas already and it's not even here yet. Um, and the kids loved it and stuff, but it was, it was a case of, you know, sometimes you're making a rod for your own back, aren't you? You put in like undue yeah. pressure on yourself in, in, in what you want to do. So this year it literally is the, the Cadbury's chocolate one for a quid from Tesco. And do you know what? So many people have done that. Um, yeah. Again, uh, one of my colleagues at work was saying this morning that that she was teaching her little boy who now understands advent calendars and yeah. you know chocolate that you're only supposed to open one door at a time. And she put it down for two seconds, turned it back, and he'd opened all the doors. Oh and, no! You know, and, he the and she was like, "I'm glad I only spent a pound on it and didn't buy yeah. like you know a lint one or." you know, or something slightly more expensive. And it was just the one because she'd have been really quite gutted and yeah. you know, had it all just kind of gone. Um, but yeah, have you ever had anything like that with your kids where you've turned your back and they've just kind of done what you didn't expect them to do? D- do you know what? Yes, um, but not not always at home. The most famous one, my youngest, uh, when, she, when she was a toddler, we were at a wedding and it was one of those ones where it was a, country manor in the middle of nowhere where we hired the whole place and stayed there and uh in the morning we gets up and it was all it was all like self-catering by this stage so that there was all like the family mucking in in the kitchen and they were just you know bacon and eggs flying absolutely everywhere um and uh yeah my youngest had a thing for bacon that particular year for no apparent reason and we had her in a high chair but there were so many of us all like trapped in around this table because it wasn't necessarily designed for it we're all just mucking in she thought it was so good she ate off the person's plate next to her (laughs) (laughs) and still still to this day we talk about her being the bacon thief (laughs) reach out and grab yeah she was like well I don't know 18 months something like that oh, do you know 
everyone at the time everyone would have said oh I'm so cute I know but me I died a little bit inside (laughs) because I said to my said to my colleague today as well I was like oh so cute you know that he ate all of that and she went yeah but you know he's now gonna have a sugar hyper but like yeah you know I've had to drop him off at, at nursery and thankfully he's somebody else's problem while he's got this sugar high yeah like oh my goodness yeah I don't think of that I just (laughs) yeah so yeah yeah definitely a few stories like that absolutely for sure but uh yeah so yeah looking forward to a to a good year this year but a lot of the festivities yet to kick off really um though actually the first the first in the household to sort their advent calendar this year was actually the bearded wonder himself Did he do a beer one? Uh, So no, no. And uh, again, he's never really been that tempted by it, just largely because he he likes to try one of everything in terms of beer. And therefore, the best option for him would be a self-build. Uh, so that he yeah. could go and you know pick a variety or get someone else to pick a variety rather than like ordering one off the shelf because he has particular tastes when it comes to beer he likes very much like your moderns and your ipas your pale ales and that kind of thing um but actually where he really struggles is with a lot of the darker or the more traditional you know like brown bottle ales that kind of thing so um yeah so so he didn't um and normally he's the last person to get in the festive mood whatsoever until until his advent calendar turn up in like october what is god (laughs) now i don't i don't know whether you've seen this but it comes up on my social media advert feed all the time and it's probably only because he's mentioned it but it was some sort of weird kickstarter this year and it's an advent calendar and it's made out of wood. So it's like lasered. Um, and it's. Oh, oh my God. I'm bracing myself. <laughs> Have you seen. Have you seen Die Hard? Yes. So, you know, like Die Hard is considered, is it a Christmas movie? Is it not a Christmas movie? Because it wasn't intended to be a Christmas movie, but it's set at Christmas time. So come on, it's totally allowed. It came out at Christmas and... Well, it didn't. It actually came out in the summer, but it was set at Christmas time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Doesn't he say something? I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. So there's this huge debate. Anyway, this this random uh, advent calendar... um, uh, arrived this year and it is actually the bad guy so Hans Gruber played by uh yeah. Alan Rickman if I'm right yeah um and he's at the top of the Nakatomi Plaza and you move him down as he's falling off every day for 24 days what is, what's the what do you get <laughs> nothing just the, sa- just the satisfaction that the bad guy got it again <laughs> oh my god I don't know what to say. Like Me either. Me either. It's special. It's really special. I don't know what to say. Other but there's no... We made it a p- p- potentially <coughs> special. I mean, what? I know. I know. That's it. So, But it will be the gift that keeps giving year after year because it's made out of wood and he can keep falling year after year. Is, is Die Hard the one where he says, Merry Christmas, you filthy animal? No, that's the that's a clip that's in. I can't remember the original film. That's a clip from Home Alone. It's a clip in Home Alone. Yeah. I'm gonna Google because we're we're we're, well, we can Google, can't we? Mary, who says? 
Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. Home Alone 2. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Lost in New York. But who said it first? It's like know, a Christmas someone... trivia quiz, isn't it? Yeah, someone tell me who said it first because Google Google's coming up with only Macaulay Culkin. And there's got to be the original. I don't know. I'm just, yeah, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know. Are you Googling now? Yeah. <laughs> I'm intrigued now. <laughs> So, so how many has he moved? Has he moved the bad guy down? D- down road? one, down one. Yeah, so he's started falling now. Okay, so so it's the shape of a building. It, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's it's made out of like an engineered piece of. It, it's kind of like feels like MDF. It's been look, looks like it's been like laser etched um, yeah. onto it. So it's the it's like a skyscraper building yeah. um because that's where they were you know held hostage yeah, and all that yeah. kind of thing yeah. and uh at the end spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen die hard but quite frankly where have you been since the 80s the, the bad guy <laughs> the bad guy falls to uh if you haven't well, seen die hard it will be on some tv channel guaranteed between now and christmas because yeah. it's more yeah. likely to be on on christmas day because it is officially a Christmas movie, or at least the world says it's a Christmas movie. Whether you agree with it or not, or we agree with it or not, nobody actually cares. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it literally is. And then it's got it, it's, it's got the little guy, uh, and also made out of wood, but then there's just like, you just pull him down. <laughs> and it like, counts is down. Is he on a string? Or a, what, what is he? Is he on a it's, string? It's, or on a... No, he's kind of like, he's because he's made out of wood himself, and it's like a slider. Oh, I had a vision of you know, you know, you know the um, the game with the monkeys and the tails, and you kind of just um, the monkey barrel game where you kind of lift them, and then all of a sudden they they will fall down. Um, I'm not clear here. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm putting it on my Christmas list. <laughs> being like a monkey with a tail um i'm now looking for this monkey barrel game i'm not i'm not familiar with it is it is it similar to hungry hippos because i know that one yeah kind of monkey barrel game is it like kaplunk yeah kind of it's called a barrel of monkeys a barrel of monkeys well that sounds like a barrel of fun I don't think it is. It's a bit like pixie sticks kind of thing, you know, where you just kind of chuck them and hope for the best and whoever loses the most monkeys, well, you know, they lose. Um, (laughs) I'm selling this game, aren't I? I'm really selling this game. (laughs) If that's not in my stocking come Christmas, I'm going to be sorely disappointed. (laughs) Well, you say, you said that that 
he actually listens to to to, to our random ramblings because in the middle of the, the night he true. said to you, didn't I? Did, did, did <laughs> he, he said to you something? Not I. Him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we were completely oblivious. So in our well, we did our last podcast. Uh, then you asked a question and you went, is the bearded wonder available? <laughs> and I looked over and he was incredibly busy at the time. And, and I looked and I gestured and he just looked at me and went, no. <laughs> so I went, the bearded wonder is not available. <laughs> Please call back later, Carla. Call <laughs> Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I, do you know what? I didn't realize it. I know we we call him the bearded wonder because obviously your husband has a has a beard, but yeah. he also yeah. loves beer. So <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. It's, it's almost like he grew a beard on the basis that he decided that he likes beer. <laughs> yeah. So it just kind of it only makes sense that his name is is the bearded wonder. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And if um. If he ever stops liking beer, he also has to shave. Oh, is that a deal? Well, it is. I've just made that. I just made that now. Well, and you've you've put it out there on the yeah. Tinterweb, which means that he has to abide by it. That's the mm. law, right? Yeah, 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 very true, very true. So, yeah. Mister, Mister, Mister Ginsterberg. Or Ginsterberg, which one would you like to be called? Are you an iceberg, Debbie? I'm not an iceberg. Yeah, definitely not on the Titanic. <laughs> Mr. Ginsterberg. Um, yeah, if, if you're listening, if you happen to listen to this in the middle of the night, um, then, yeah, if you stop liking beer, you'll have to get rid of your beard. You have to get rid of the beard, yeah. Then we yeah. can't call you the bearded wonder anymore. You'll just I did, I did once. I did once sell his beard. How can you sell his beard? Uh, <laughs> we auctioned it off for charity. No, what? That's disgusting. <laughs> what? As in you have to shave it off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I bought it. I bought the beard. <laughs> so do you actually like the beard? Um I like the beard aesthetically. Oh, okay. We've gone so off topic. <laughs> I think I think it suits him. He would look quite weird until beards aren't a thing anymore. As long as it's not moustaches that become a thing again. <laughs> Say what? Like, can you remember when moustaches were a thing? You call it a moustache. What do you call it? What's a moustache? What? Was it? What's a moustache? What's a moustache? Moustache. What do you call it? Moustache. Not moustache. It's a moustache. That's like, did you like the Big Bang Theory? Yeah. Did you watch the episode where, where, um, Raj calls it a moustache. Moustache? <laughs> no. Moustache. Moustache. No. Moustache. 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 I can't believe you're picking on my accent. How does how does your husband say it? 
what moustache moustache yeah <laughs> only because he's from like a similar neck of the woods i wonder i want I'll have to go ask him. That's I'll your challenge. Go that's your that's your challenge for when we regroup. That I'll, I'll... He's going to say something silly. I'm going to go, Debbie wants to know how you say moustache. And he's going to go, moustache. <laughs> yeah, probably. Like Just yeah. for effect. Just for effect. In, in, um, in my dialect, I think it's my dialect. I actually don't know. Um, but in, in my... In my house, we call it a muchi. A muchi. A muchi. Yeah, that's the that's. That the sounds like that. Pokemon. Well, so I'm Sindhi Indian, um, mm-hmm. and in my dialect of Sindhi, a mustache is called a muchi. Ah, not a mustache, no. No, a muchi. <laughs> I like that. That's better. A muchi, yes. So we we tell Penny that she's got. Um, when she's like yesterday, she she ate like she likes to lick the the leftovers of her yo- of a yogurt tub. Right. Okay. I thought you just, I thought we were going to go to a really dark place then, but yeah, yogurt pot. <laughs> <laughs> Get your head out of the gutter, woman. Um, and then and uh, she ends up with like all this yogurt on her mochi. Oh, oh, that's loud. Yeah, see, uh, if like, because you know, like when you're a kid um, and you get like milk at school or whatever, or you did up until Thatcher took it away, um, then uh, you'd call it, you'd call it a milk tash. Oh, yeah. Okay. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. But that is actually strengthening your case that it's called a mustache rather than a mustache. <laughs> don't know where you come from. Mustache. Mustache. No, yeah, no, no. That yeah, that just doesn't feel right. But obviously, you do you, and you be authentic. And if you want to call it a mustache, you That's go nice. ahead and call it a mustache. <laughs> I will just giggle every time you do, for sure. Oh, but, yeah. I've no idea. Right, Rosh, how did we get from advent calendars to talking about facial hair? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Back to advent calendars. So, are you gonna? So I chose today to, mm. I put my, my little teaser up to say I've got one. Yeah. And obviously I did it a couple of days ago as well to, you know, I put it on my stories to say I've got one. Um, I've chosen not to reveal the same day on the same day. Mm-hmm. Like I will, you know, like today's I will do tomorrow and tomorrow's I will do the next day or even a Agreed. couple of days later. Just yep. because I want, I want people who've gone out and paid for this uh-huh. to have that element of surprise. I don't want to be the one kind of spoiling it for them. Yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, we've already said one of the good benefits about this particular box is that um, there is, there's no indication on the box at all what's in there either. So there's, you know, it, and it would be a real shame that people are literally avoiding social media so that they don't know what's coming up in their advent calendar. I mean, that just feels a whole level of craziness. It doesn't matter what advent calendar you have. It could be, you know, it could be the cheese one. It could be yeah. the you know, the Cadbury's chocolate and you, you don't know what shape you've got or do you, do you know what I mean? It could be anything. It's yeah. still that element of surprise for you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, no, I, I will be doing the same. So I will put a story up 
the following morning for whatever was in uh, the the date for the day before. Yeah, I think I think that's kind of the best way to go. I just I don't want to spoil it for people. Yeah, because the thing is, is that I, I have literally, it's not even the order, because I've no idea. They, I mean, they could all be mixed up differently in the in in the, in the the same range, because uh, I've had that before where I've had one in the past, where I've opened the same day as someone else who's got the same calendar as me, but all the bottles are in a different order inside. Really? Um, yeah. That'll be yeah. interesting. This is where, you, I, you know, if we'd got the same one, we could have... We, we could have compared but I mean mm. we're not we're not we're not unhappy with what we've got so please don't misunderstand me um <clears throat> you know we're very very happy with what we've got we just would have liked to have talked about it yeah but we have and then gone on to the but topic in- of mustaches <laughs> mustaches <laughs> Mustache. and bacon mustache and bacon and beer and yogurt mm-hmm. and I don't know mulled wine mulled wine yep yeah. so I've I've taken my note of the challenge so that when we regroup I will have uh, come up with a white mulled wine yeah you have to tell me though so I can make it beforehand yeah but I won't drink it until like I'll make it just before Mm-hmm. Because I can't make it while we're recording unless I take you in the kitchen with me. Yeah. Um, but then that's a bit difficult because I can't take the mic and everything else. That becomes a bit cumbersome. Um. Yeah. No. Yeah, we'll do that. Maybe I'll find out why white wine, white mulled wine, isn't anywhere near as popular. But do you not find it's the same? I'm and and I'm conscious that we're 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 kind of at fifty seven minutes and we need to kind of wrap up, but. Um, do you not find the same with like sangria now? Like I like mm. sangria, but again, I said, you know, I have to limit how much red wine I have because of tannins um, and sangria falls into that category. So if there's ever a choice to have white wine sangria, I will always go for white wine sangria Yeah. Um, or rosé even sometimes, mm-hmm. but it isn't as popular as red sangria. So it's not everywhere. Even in Spain itself, it isn't everywhere where you can get white wine sangria. It's not mm-hmm. like a, it's not like a thing. Um, why? Why is the red wine version of these two quite actually quite similar cocktails? Because one is hot summer and winter, isn't it? And one is cold. Yeah, exactly. It's a summer and winter variation of almost yeah. a very similar cocktail, um, with the exception that one is spiced and the other isn't. But like, it's got similar fruits in it. You put fruits in mulled wine and everything else, citrus yep. fruits. Why is the white wine version not as popular? Mm. Guess what? What? We're going to find out. No, you're going to find out. (laughs) You're going to find out. (laughs) Well, as always, it has been an absolute pleasure talking 
to you and at you and over you and all of that, Debbie. Yeah, no, it really has. And uh, I am going to, well, first of all, uh, I'm going to go and get involved in this little beauty. Uh, so I will be testing out the Angostura Caribbean rum this evening. Uh, and then I will be, first of all, going to raid my white wine collection to see what's in there, to see whether I think that there's something suitable. Uh, if not, I will be... Let's go with cheap and cheerful. Let's go with cheap and cheerful. Because yeah, exactly. I, I want to go for something that's fortune. accessible because yeah. otherwise you're not going to be able to replicate it easily. So, no. yeah, I'll go, and, go and see I've what I've got. got. I've got... Um, it, anything that can use up the fact that I've got some uh, wedged oranges already in the freezer, mm -hmm. that would be good because, you know, I've saved them from extinction in yeah. my fruit bowl. Um, so, yeah, anything I can kind of use up what I've already got would be mm -hmm. really good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, it will, it will be a frugal version. It will be ex an accessible version uh for yeah. for those of us yeah. that want a little something special but obviously don't have the budget to be able to go over the top <coughs> okay <clears throat> sorry i've still got this napkin off um i'm gonna now play some of that plinky plonky twinkly music um <laughs> another three seconds of it and then um i will catch you later well indeed all right speak soon oh